I'm pretty self-aware. I know I'm even intuitive. Like if I'm cooking and I feel like I should cook something red or something with this specific thing. I'll, so I, I really am in tune with what my intuition, I guess. I don't know what to not go down a religious or, or spiritual path. That That's just so with people, I think it's the same thing where before I would say, unless some, someone gives you a reason not to be their friend, you should, you should allow them into your space because I had a pretty open policy with that. And then I realized not everyone's energies are going to match yours. Not everyone's vision is going to align. Not everyone's going to be able to comprehend what you're doing. So I think, especially this year, I've been really unapologetic about what I love to do. And I just think about it in a term, if you have your own company and your HR, you're going to hire a court, hire people that believe in your mission, hire people that are, that you want to grow them and they want you to see you grow as well. It's kind of a mutual relationship. So that's how I've taken and kind of reestablished the early in the year. I described it as the draft, right? How do you draft people into your life team? And there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, this person doesn't align with me right now, or we're not in the same place. Maybe they don't have the bandwidth. That's okay. You don't have to cut ties completely, but it can be a just reallocation of your time because time's valuable. We only have so much of it. Yeah. I think a lot of people aren't even auditing their time or their friendships in that manner at all. And it blows my mind because, you know, I have friends and I keep hearing negativity or keep hearing stories of where they're the victim and they don't understand why this keeps happening. And I think it points to, you know, what you just said is like, you really have to be mindful of your energy, your time and who you spend time with. If you're around the unhappy and the miserable and the negative, you're essentially either going to be in a position where you have to rescue them and stop whatever you're doing, or you're end up gonna, you're going to end up being like them. And it really is kind of an unfortunate part of reality in the sense that you have to just make decisions and like, you just have to cut people out. And it's, it's sad sometimes it's, 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 um, I don't know. I, I mean, I've, I'm recently going through something similar and I just feel a sense of empathy and I feel like the need to rescue these people, my friends, but I also know I can't. And I just have to yeah. make my own decisions because if I stop, then there is no guarantee of rescue. But if I keep going, potentially in the future, I could rescue them. But at what at what cost? Right. To your own mental health, at what cost to your own sanity? Because I've been in the same place before. I remember just with this one friend and specifically you're like in, in college and was like I can help this person we can do an intervention and pulled their parents in and tried to really and at the end of the day nothing nothing none of it worked because it only matters if that person is willing to meet you and do the work I think that's what's that's what sucks about it right that it's almost like this this these are all the keys is what you can do come on let's just do it together and if they're not willing to then you you know there's really nothing that you can do and it's not fair to your own the same way parents say I just want to prevent you from making the mistakes that I made and then as a child usually we say let me make my own mistakes so I can learn and it's I think a big part of that is radical accountability when I do something and something doesn't go my way or I fail I'm radically accountable with myself and say literally out loud we'll say this is what we should have done 
because of the X, Y, and Z, we didn't allocate the time correctly. We didn't do it. So what are we going to do next time? I will literally have that conversation with myself. That way, when I'm having that conversation with other people, I also hold them accountable because I'm able to do that with myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. You're not like lying to yourself or living in a bubble of delusion, um, justifying every single action that you partake in because you're emotionally connected to how it makes you feel and stuff. I think it's good to be rational and objective with yourself because that's the framework you apply to others and then eventually the world and you magnify that framework. And if it's rooted in delusion, which again is a very like tricky thing because you almost have to be delusional and naive in some way to really think you can make an impact, right? But then at what point do you reach a point of complete objectivity and rational and rational way of thinking so that you're not promoting false ideals? I think that's a very tricky path to to walk down. Um, but based on what we're talking about, something came to my mind. Um, I think I heard one of these, some somebody on the internet uh, talk about the fact that a lot of people want to change the world or impact the world and make a difference or make an impact rather, but they should start with their own families and friends. Mm -hmm. And I found that to be fascinating. I'm curious to hear what you think about that. Do you think we should start with people around us, try to fix them, try to fix their lives before we think, hey, maybe I'll go make a big change in the world and, and save the world, essentially? Huh. That's interesting. I think I don't agree a little bit. And I think that's because we tend to want cookie cutter explanations for human behavior and cookie cutter explanations for what we should do, right? The key to success for everyone, the key to changing the world for everyone. But I think someone that I read about the other day had the idea to go to Guatemala and start like a dog rescue center thing. And they previously had no connection to Guatemala. Now they're growing something huge and huge. I never had that inspiration. That idea was never hatched in my brain. So I wasn't meant to follow it. But for that person that had that calling, that's what they were meant to follow. So I think I think we should we should always start working within ourselves to be right a kind, open-minded, challenging person when it's you know challenging others' perspectives and challenging others to grow that are immediately around us with every interaction. But I also think we shouldn't limit ourselves to okay first we need to work with family and friends because sometimes those are the people that are the most toxic relationships that we have that we have to work on and they don't always deserve all of our time and our efforts to think you know what I'm saying so. I think that can be a little dangerous if we just focus there and shut ourselves out to the ideas that we could have. 